Justine has that power. Welcome to L Squared, a podcast with fresh Love Island content. There are some people on the internet speaking against Queen Justine, and we just want to say Justine has that power. You may think Casa Amor is going to be her downfall, that Caleb is going to choose against her, but learn right here today. Let your ears finally open up to what we've been saying on this podcast for multiple episodes now. Justine has that power. Caleb is going to choose Justine. Justine is Caleb's first choice because Justine has that power. This is a review of episode 14 of Love Island USA season two. The Casa Amor cast has entered. Bring on the men. We finally get to see their intro videos and learn a little bit more about these potential new Islanders and who they're going after. From their intros, we have some new information about the Casa Amor cast. From Mike, he verified that he's a party boy. Then we have Jalen who comes straight out and says he wants Moira later in the episode. And just from his intro video, he seems to be like a very direct, straightforward guy. DeAndre called himself daddy in his intro and professed to be a ladies man. So we'll see how that works out for him because he wasn't a fan favorite when they released the cast photo. Aaron is glad there's no six feet rule. Yeah, I'm so glad he pointed that out. Usually the guy in the villa who's six feet tall or taller is ruling the place and the girls want him the most, but it seems like we're not playing by that rule this time. Maybe it's because Sally is the shortest girl, so Johnny doesn't have to be the tallest guy to to get her. I'm not really sure, but I guess because a shorter guy got the most desirable girl that kind of like eliminated the six foot rule for this season. Then we have Patrick, who confirmed that he is Lebanese and Syrian, which was way off for my Egyptian guess. And he also called himself exotic. I think it's so funny that the producers basically tell them that they need a thing to say in their intro. Like they need to dub themselves as as a category. For example, for example, the women, Cher calls herself that, um, she's saying that she's bringing that Latin spice. So Sally is also Latina and she's bringing the Latin spice too. And both Cher and Sally kind of advertise themselves as the loose party girls. I feel production kind of tells them, okay, you need to bring something that gives people the idea of like what your character is gonna be on screen. But I also feel like, does the Latina always have to be spicy? You know, kind of like, does the black girl always have to be like super sassy? Cher says in her intro video that she wants Johnny. So we'll see if she actually ends up getting him or goes for him. I mean, as far as looks go, I'm not sure if she's Johnny's type, but she does seem to be a fan favorite and one of the top ranked bombshells by the popular vote. Then we have Mercedes who says in her video that she's a nanny and she's very flirtatious. So she's definitely not a nanny you want to (laughs) hire. But 
Um, we'll see who she goes for later. I'm thinking she's gonna like Johnny or Carrington because going through her Instagram and TikTok, she's definitely someone who wants to be famous. Carrington was one of the top ranked guys in the beginning of the season. And he's consistently ranked as the most attractive guy by the Islanders, especially Lauren. She said that he was the best as far as looks go. And then Johnny, he's kind of the star, the the guy star of the show right now. So if Mercedes wants to be in that power couple, she would definitely go for Johnny. Honestly, I think Mercedes is probably, her real type may be like the white guy, but I think for the sake of being on the show, she'll definitely go for Johnny. And both Johnny and Carrington like a lot of attention. So I think they'll go for her too. Then we have Faith, who confirms she owns a, she co-owns a pageant consulting company. And she says men are like sweaters, cashmere only. So I'm thinking she's definitely going to go for Calvin. I like Faith, but I have a feeling she may not fit in with the other Islanders. She's not really bringing the party girl attitude that some of the other Islanders have. But I'm rooting for her. I like her a lot. She seems sweet. Then we have Janiel, who caused a lot of commotion before she even got on the show. <laughs> Once again, if you want a recap of the Twitter drama between Ju Justine Hive and Janiel's friends, check out our blog where we summarize the entire mess. But Janiel got in a lot of trouble with the Justine Hive because she announced that she's going for Caleb. <laughs> And I believe she thinks her top feature is her booty. So we'll see if those cheeks will do some magic for Caleb. Next, we have Laurel, who is obviously our Southern Belle from Sweet Home, Alabama. And she wants a confident man. So I definitely think she'll be a good match for Carrington. And she's family oriented. So that lets you know this girl is serious. She's thinking for the long term. So I hope Laurel makes it onto the show. If Carrington is looking for something real, I feel he'll choose Laurel, especially since he claims to have broken up with Kirsten for her lifestyle. Laurel is definitely career-oriented. She's a beautiful girl. She's young, and she has a good spirit about her. So if Carrington is really about what he says he's about, let's see him pick Laurel. These are our final Casa Amor predictions our stick or twist list. We believe that Sally, Johnny, and Caleb are going to stick with their current coupling while Connor, Mackenzie, Kirsten, Carrington, Moira, and Calvin are all going to twist to new people. Justine, however, is our only anomaly because she has that power. Caleb is under her influence, so he's going to choose Justine. He has no other choice. Justine, however, has the option to upgrade. She can choose Caleb as her upgrade, or she can twist to a new man in Casa Amor. I believe if she does twist, it'll be to Pat because they're similar ages. They already have established their careers. They both like to have fun. They're both family oriented. So Justine can stick or twist and she'll be fine. We're still team Justine. We want our girl to get all the upgrades. She deserves everything. Caleb, on the other hand, will choose Justine. Justine, however, will only choose a new guy if she makes a connection that is stronger than the one she has with Kayla because our girl is genuine. She's not greedy. She's genuine. And she stays winning. Team Justine. Stan Justine. Now, our twist predictions are Connor and Cher. We were a little bit 
contemplative about whether or not Connor would choose Cher or Janelle. We know for sure that he likes the swirl, but I feel the whole game is rigged if Cher doesn't make it into the main villa. Man, it seems like Cher and Janelle's personalities were advertised very similarly. They're both spicy girls. Well, Cher has that Latina spice, but Janelle says that she always gets what she wants. So they're both a little bit feisty. Um, so they have that personality trait in common, but on a more superficial level, I feel Cher is just way too beautiful not to get into the main villa. I mean, this is what Love Island thrives on. The most beautiful people win. Mackenzie, I think she'll choose Jalen. Calvin, I think he's going to go for Faith. Those two just seem like they would be a nice match together. Now, let's review the episode. It starts with Sally's early morning yoga session that nobody wanted. <laughs> I love Sally. I love her energy, but I felt for the Islanders. Like, if someone woke me up telling me to smile, I would be so irritated. But we love Sally, and she's a lot of fun. Then the girls get a spa day, and the boys are so, so bitter. So they sneak out on Operation Shadow, led by our one and only Caleb, and go to their boycation, which we later find out is actually Casa Amor. The girls in the main villa are introduced to the men, and the boys at Casa Amor are introduced to the women. Of course, the girls are like so, so excited that they have some new eye candy and the guys are on some raunchy stuff already. They're talking about it's a bachelor party without the wedding. What? <laughs> Relax. No one's getting wet. <laughs> so Calvin and Moira, we've already addressed that both of them are going to twist and before they separate for the Casa Amor, Moira says in the confessional that she's falling for Calvin. Why? Why? This guy basically puts you in the friend zone, says no PDA. Then America says that he thinks, that they think you two are compatible, which was a lie, by the way. I know they don't know it's a lie, but we know it's a lie, so that makes it extra irritating. And he starts turning on the PDA. How does Moira not recognize this? Like, does she just not care that Calvin just turned on some gameplay as soon as he thought America approved? Like, did she forget they're in a competition? Like, I know Moira's out on vacation having the time of her life, but girl, please open your eyes to Calvin. He's just not that into you. The fact that Calvin, like, is kissing her during the yoga and he even, like, tries to go for the butt slap. No, 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 boy. Turn it down. Turn it down. No friends with benefits from Moira because she's looking for something real. So then when the Casa More boys show up, Jalen makes it public to everybody that he wants Moira and Moira seems open. I mean, I think Jalen is a hard guy to deny. So I'm glad that her eyes are seeing some new candy and she wants a bite. Calvin's comments about Casa More is that there is love and sex in the air. So... <laughs> I guess he wants some affection, just not from Moira, because he is so ready for this quote-unquote bachelor party. Moira is flattered by Jalen, and I'm so, so glad because our girl deserves some love. And later on in the episode, we catch a one-on-one -on -one conversation between Calvin and Faith, and it doesn't look like Calvin is too interested in Faith. Um, hopefully they realize that they have freckles in common. Maybe that'll turn them on a little bit more. But 
I don't know where that's going to go. Hopefully he doesn't pick her just to get away from Moira. So the girls packed the bags for the guys and Sally gave Johnny some panties and that she sprayed with perfume and he sniffed them on TV. <laughs> and um, even though she gave him this really thoughtful gift, I mean, some people think maybe she was doing too much. I think she did just enough because Johnny was still having the time of his life partying. Sally misses Johnny and she's worried. Like she's already getting concerned that he's exploring all of his options and she has every right to be concerned. She obviously knows him enough to know that he's going to, you know, go for some stuff and it's hurting her because she's kind of realizing her feelings for him and that maybe she's more all in than he is. I, I just really feel for the girl because she's already missing him and worried that now for Jelly, a.k.a. Sally and Johnny. Sally admits to dumbing down parts of herself for previous boyfriends when she's hanging out with the girls after the boys leave for their boycation. And this isn't the first time she said this during the season, but this is the first time I really paid attention to it. And it's kind of fitting in with my opinion that she may not stick up for herself when it comes to guys doing like wrong things toward her. Once again, I hope that if Johnny is unfaithful and he decides to stick with Sally, that the truth does come out and her friends help her to stick up for herself and that she doesn't tolerate his bad behavior. So during Operation Shadow, I noticed that Caleb was actually leading the pack on that. Caleb was leading that mission, and that was the first time I saw another guy take the lead on something. So it seems like Johnny is following Caleb now, or at least he was in that example. So I'm taking that as the first example of a power shift in the villa from Johnny to Caleb. So Jaleb may soon take on the lead role in the villa and I think Caleb is definitely the type of guy to stay faithful if you want to read the tea that we found on Caleb someone spoke out um, for him actually you can check out our blog where we have some receipts about some people who have advocated for Caleb's character I think he's gonna stay faithful to Justine and if Johnny's unfaithful to Sally then Caleb and Justine will be the new power couple in the villa absolutely so as soon as the new guys come in, Sally is liberal and free to tell them that she's very much coupled up. <laughs> I mean, she goes in the confessional and says she's single, but she also wants them to know that she's very invested in what she has with Johnny, which is so sweet. And Johnny is acting like he's at a bachelor party, which is so disgusting. <laughs> You know, like, he's not even trying to enter this with caution. He's entering this like, ooh, what's going to come my way, which is a bad sign. And Mercedes enters the scene, and she already said that she's very flirtatious. We know Johnny likes attention. He takes his opportunities, as we saw when he kissed Lauren in that smooch Mary pie game. And Mercedes is giving attention. She is giving attention. And Johnny's just eating it up, eating it up, eating it up. So it makes sense that later in the episode, we find out Johnny is into Mercedes and Carrington may be into Mercedes too, because Mercedes has made it known that she's open and available to the guys. Sally appreciates Aaron and she also communicates that she's all in with Johnny. I mean, I, I hope Aaron makes it into the main villa because he seems like a brush of breath of fresh air that we need. 
Um, he seems really fun and understanding. So we'll see where he goes with someone else. Aaron and Moira seem like a good pair. Johnny loves the attention from Mercedes, of course, which we hate. <laughs> but we're not surprised because Johnny, Carrington, Calvin, the guys are in this bachelor party mindset and Mercedes is playing right into that. She can help them live out their fantasy right now. You know, his head may be turning. She said she'll understand if it's for someone who he believes is true love, but it's definitely going to be very aggravating to find out that he's just messing around. Next, we have Connor and Mackenzie, who we both, who we predicted both would twist. Kenzie says she's in a good spot with Connor and hopes she doesn't need to worry. She says this right after she hears the Casa Amor announcement. So it sounds like she's planning on being loyal to Connor. And then when the guys ask her what her type is, she says she doesn't like the oversensitive type. And DeAndre immediately calls her out and says, well, what are you doing with Connor? <laughs> Kenzie was not expecting that, but I was surprised that she said that as well because it seemed like she was trying so hard to make it work with Connor. So if she doesn't like oversensitive guys, then it seems like she should have just broken it off. Once again, a lot of bombshells weren't coming into the island. So I think she was just trying to make it work. When the girls packed the bags for the guys, Kenzie packed Gus for Connor and she made a little joke in the confessional that she spent 2K on government grade cameras for Gus's eyes um we don't know if this was a joke or not I wouldn't put it past her <laughs> but Connor I thought it was so sweet that Kenzie included Gus and he said that it smells like her so he's still very much in the mindset of Kenzie is his girl but then we find out Kenzie is a little bit into Jalen later in the episode so mm, maybe our prediction is gonna come true <laughs> Connor is missing Kenzie. He's already gone through the first day of the bachelor party and he's talking about that he misses his girl. But we see that Kenzie kissed Aaron in the challenge and she was going in. <laughs> Next we have our new singles, Kirsten and Carrington. <laughs> Kirsten is single and she's acting like she's single. Yes, girl, absorb these men. Carrington is glad about being single too. We care less about his actions because he dissed our girl Kirsten. Honestly, their, their breakup was mutual and amicable, but still, Kirsten, get your man. Carrington comments on the banana getting peeled, like that neon sign in Casa Amor is a banana getting peeled. And he's so excited about that. I'm like, boy, what is on your mind? Because I know Kirsten was giving you some low-key action. So he just wants attention. Like, just this is just another guy in our villa who is just hungry for attention. I guess, I don't know what Carrington's expectations were for Love Island. You're supposed to be going there to find a long-term relationship. But Carrington is starting to show signs that he was looking for Party Island. Boy, no. Slip on a banana peel. I thought it was so funny that Laurel low-key dissed Carrington. Like when they were talking at the pool, she was saying, yeah, I thought you kind of came across as not confident. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> Girl, she was calling Carrington out, but I think he liked it a little bit. I think it's a little different for him because he's used to people 
talking him up. He even talks himself up. So I think Laurel is really a breath of fresh air for Carrington, or it seemed like she was in that little conversation. Kirsten is giving the guy an arm chug lesson. So yes, girl, live it up, live it up, go hard at the party. And she has a really good conversation with Mike. And Mike says he's really feeling Kirsten. I know some people don't like Mike because they claim to have found Colors tweets about him on Twitter. If you want to know more about that drama, check out our blog. I think those two would be a fair matchup just for Kirsten to get away from Carrington because I hate it, hate it, hate it when girls are stuck on guys that aren't that into them. So next we have Carrington smooching Laurel. Yeah. Yeah. Prediction come true. <music> Lastly, we have Justine and Caleb. Jaleb. Mm-mm-mm. Best couple right now. Caleb talks to Janelle about Connor. <laughs> That's the scene we get of Caleb. <laughs> Him talking to Janelle about Connor. <laughs> If that doesn't scream unavailable, I don't know what does because let's not forget Janelle touted in her intro video that she was going for Caleb. He's just her type and Caleb is talking to her about his man, Connor. Wow. Talk about a redirect. I, you know what? I might just have to start standing Caleb because that, whoo, that is a move. He's clearly thinking about Justine. Justine doesn't pack Caleb's toothbrush when she packs his bag because she wants him to have stank breath to the girl. <laughs> that was funny. I love my girl. Justine is having a good time, as she should. Once again, her and Caleb are in an open relationship. They just started growing and getting good as soon as Casa Moore hit. So it is fair for the two of them to explore options. We know Caleb is trapped, though. He's under the influence of Justine. So we know what he's going to do. Justine... Whatever she does is cool with us because we're on her team. But hey, girl, stick with Caleb if you want. Maybe that's your upgrade, your final upgrade. But Justine gets everything. She deserves it all, always. Um, at the end of the episode, they played this game of Truth Jenga. Oh, the Tower of Truth. That's what it's called. But it's basically giant Jenga blocks. And they pull one out and on it has either a truth or a dare. And... Justine's truth was to tell an embarrassing sex story or something embarrassing that happened to her during sex. And she tells this joke of, I don't have one because I'm good at what I do. And I'm like, Justine, I love the confidence. <laughs> when is Caleb going to find out about that side of you that is good at what she does? <laughs> So I really like that J-Love is definitely at the early stages of something good. So if Justine doesn't make a good enough connection with the guy at Casa more, then J-Love is still on. During this episode, we're going to go through the poll results on the Love Island app again. There was one poll in particular. OMG, is this the end of Jelly? And this is in reference to the scene where Mercedes kissed Johnny on the swing. Sixty-four point eight percent said no, it's just kissing. Thirty-five point two percent said one hundred percent heartbroken. Um, 
I'm gonna have to say, no, it's just kissing, just because I think Johnny is just being a player right now and taking an opportunity because he sees it. I do think he's gonna go back to Sally. But I also think Sally isn't gonna be able to stay coupled up with Johnny if he is unfaithful to her at that level and returns to her. You know, kissing somebody outside of a game, you don't have to do that to get to know somebody. So I don't really think, I think Sally and the people around her are gonna support her enough to tell her not to be with Johnny anymore. So yeah, I think it is the end of Jelly. But I also think, I think in the moment it's just kissing, but long-term it is the end of Jelly. Um, a lot of people were throwing a lot of hate at Mercedes for going for Johnny, which is not fair. A lot of people were saying that Casa Amor is just like really, really disgusting. And in the villa, they're having a lot of fun. Um, as far as people giving hate to Mercedes, so much hate that the person running her Instagram account had to put a limitation on the comments. I think that needs to stop. Nobody should be sending anybody hate about this show. Mercedes is on the show to do what she's supposed to do, and that's steal a man. I understand some people are saying that um, she's being like unladylike about it, that she's throwing herself at these guys. They've been calling her Toyota, Honda Civic, Kia. They've been calling her outside of her name on Twitter because she's going for Johnny. But guys, we have to understand this is a game. And we also have to realize Johnny's responsibility in this. Johnny is the person who is in a partially committed relationship with Sally. It's not so much that Mercedes is tempting Johnny oh so much that he feels like he has no choice except to except to accept her temptation. That's not true. Johnny is a full participant in this. Not once has he said no. Not once has Mercedes actually forced herself on Johnny. Johnny is accepting and encouraging of Mercedes behavior and we have to understand that. So we shouldn't be blaming her for, you know, what she's doing. She's just She's actually doing her job well. She's giving us entertainment. She's putting drama on the show. She's getting emotions out of us. And she's trying to get into the villa as she should. And we also can't forget Johnny's responsibility in this. He is playing along with it and he doesn't need to. Now we wouldn't be nearly as upset if Johnny hadn't kissed Mercedes. We keep thinking of it as Mercedes kissed Johnny, but Johnny kissed her too. They were both kissing. And the same goes for Janelle. People have been sending a lot of hate toward her social media accounts because she said she's going for Caleb. People have calmed down about that since, um, you know, there haven't been a lot of scenes of Janelle and Caleb having conversations. So it seems like their relationship isn't growing. Um, there were some scenes of them kissing during the game. People were upset about that, trying to drag her for that. But we have to remember that the costume where more girls are there to steal the men. I understand people feel like they don't need to be as physically or sexually aggressive about it. But you also have to remember that the guys are being receptive to it. So if it were really unacceptable behavior, like in that environment, it wouldn't be tolerated at that environment. So yeah, um, just want to say we shouldn't be sending or cyberbullying Janelle or Mercedes 
those girls are doing what they're supposed to do on the show and the guys are allowing it. Thank you to everyone who participated in the group chat. It was a lot of fun watching the episode with you all. Keep up with us at Lonely Loquate on Instagram and Twitter. DM us if you'd like to be featured on the show. We love responding to listeners' comments. We'll be back tomorrow night with more fresh Love Island content.